Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys with your two best friends. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. You can hear me on 97 1 The Freak on the radio, iHeartRadio app if you're outside the DFW listening area. And here's Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. We got some stuff to talk about. Dan Quinn making some rounds, doing some interviews, some award finalists. And I'll tell you, one of the Cowboys should win it, even though he probably won't. It is playoff time. The road to Vegas goes through San Francisco and Baltimore. Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of player props. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. Hey, Jesse. Unless you're not 21 years old, like my boy Booty, and uh, that was an LSU. If you're him, don't bet. Don't go to Bet Online if you're not 21 years. I went. And I went through the court docs because I wanted to know because I saw in an article it was like, yeah, and he won $500,000. And I was like, okay, let's check. And I went through to see how much did he win or lose. He did not win. He lost. He lost $500,000? Well, no. Over time, he had deposited uh, like 101000 And then at the end, he had about 34,000 in there and he had made about 500 different deposits. So he lost about 70 grand, 65, 70 grand. NIL deals for a college kid to deposit 100 grand into any account is, uh, but they said 8,900 bets. 23 a day. Yes. An hour hour of bet a day for 13 months. 23 bets a day for 13 months to lose about 70 grand. And then he signed up using a fake name, but it was like Kayla was the name and his name is Kayshawn. And then the money came from an account that was, I'm guessing his mom's because the last name was Butte and his username was Kayshawn Butte 01. So he didn't do a great job hiding it when he was underage, but at least he made up a fake name when it asked for name, but he didn't when it asked for username. Shout out, shout out to the old school um, America Online AIM names. I was NJ Finest Boy 09. Okay, I was El Jefe 24. <laughs> and then, and then, but then I went to college and I was ACU Wildcat 82. Well, I didn't get mine until college, so I was still NJ Finest Boy 09. Well, good for you. Congrats. <laughs> Which cowboy thing you want to start with? I actually finally have an opinion on awards for once. First time ever. Let's go. Awards. Deron Bland should win defensive player of the year, and he's not even close to the best defensive player in football. It's just what I've decided. What I've decided is I don't know the definition of the award, and I refuse to look it up. Is uh, Deron Bland the best defensive player in football? No. Is he the best defensive player on the Cowboys? No. Does it matter? Should it matter? No, it's an award based on the results from a season of football and no one in a season of football had more of an impact on how you win football games than scoring five times from the wrong side of the ball. So Deron Bland, because of the number of interceptions and the number of touchdowns should be the defensive player of the year in the NFL, but he won't be. They'll give it to Miles Garrett or something. Yeah, you know, it kind of feels like defensive player of the year war is kind of like, all right, this guy. And, and eventually Michael will get there, but it's like, okay, TJ Watt, Snick Bosa. It's like, all right, 
it's Miles Garrett's turn. I feel like it's almost an award. It's like kind of like, let's get in line. Let's think who we should get the award and let's kind of, you know, systematically put this thing in place. But you're absolutely right. I remember during the season, um, I went back and I looked at what Stefan Gilmore had done when he won Defensive Player of the Year in 2019. And Deron Bland had the interception and the touchdowns already beat. Like, the season wasn't even over yet. Uh, he had more touchdowns. He had more, you know, had more pick six interceptions, had more pick sixes from the interceptions. Uh, and he had more overall interceptions. Only that he was like lacking, it was like tackles. Um, and I didn't see how this wasn't a play for the defensive player of the year award. I think I agree with you. I, I think that this is the award if, 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 if we're, if we're not, cause it's kind of like MVP, right? It should be, Hey, let's just do the best quarterback in the league and then do the MVP award. Like, there should be two separate awards because we've seen to come to a point in place in, in time where we're saying MVP is a quarterback award. Um, very few times does it go, uh, maybe, maybe about four or five times, I think in the last 20 or 30 years that it went to someone other than a quarterback. Uh, and, and that's just, you know, it's become a quarterback award. And it seems like defensive player of the year awards become just a defensive end award. Um, hint, hint why Michael Parsons is like, hey, don't move me the linebacker. I don't want to go play linebacker. I want to stay at defensive end because I want to get this award as well. And they're not giving it to linebackers who are playing middle or Sam or Mike uh, or Will linebacker. They're giving it to the defensive end every single year. But I think I'm on the same um, plane as you where Deron Bland, to me, when you go and you get 10 interceptions, five of them return back for touchdowns. He had over 100 tackles. He had over 50 of them being solo. Um, yeah, he gave up some yards here and there, and maybe he's not the most exciting or sexy name. That's another reason why they don't want to give they don't want to give awards to guys who aren't first round picks, who aren't sexy, who the league can't really form an opinion around them or really form a marketing plan around them. Uh, Deron Bland, one hundred percent, should be the defensive player of the year. Even if you wanted to make it less uh, less devious than like he's not popular enough because. I do think, let's say, if Sauce Gardner had 10 picks and five pick sixes, he's defensive player of the year in a landslide. Yeah, he's a first. He's also a first-round pick, and he plays in New York. Right. right. And, but I, I think it's also, like, even if even if I didn't want to say, like, he's not well-known enough, there is the – well, I guess it all goes together because it is, like, the reputation. Like, the world knows Sauce Gardner is a badass corner. Before this year, the world has no idea if Deron Bland is a badass right. corner. So it's like, well, did he just make plays? Or if Patrick Sertan had 10 picks and five pick sixes, he's defensive player of the year. Right. Uh, if Jalen Ramsey had it, he is unanimous defensive player of the year. So I think Bland deserves it. And I can say that while recognizing he's absolutely not the best player on this defense. But for one year of football, when you play a season of games, his contribution on defense in that season to winning football games no one did more than giving his team the ball 10 times and scoring it five times. He should be the defensive player of the year because that's what the award's for, but he won't be. That's it. 100%. 100%. I agree. Dan Quinn was in Seattle yesterday interviewing for a head coaching job, and he'll be in Washington. I didn't see the day on it, but he'll be in Washington. You know what's crazy about the coaching search right now, Jesse? Here's what's crazy about the coaching search right now. The NFL is not here. For you crusties. I love Bill, it. Bill Belichick lost the Atlanta job for Raheem Morris. Uh Pete Carroll wants to coach. Bill Belichick wants to coach. There's only two jobs left. 
They're not going to get them both. Ben Johnson's probably going to get one. Detroit's offensive coordinator. Dan Quinn might get one, and we'll see. Like, Bobby Slowick may get Like, there's a whole bunch of names out there that are the hot assistants that aren't going to get a head coaching job this year. There are very big name, legendary NFL head coaches who want to coach. Bill Belichick's not going to get a job, and he wants one. I know that's not as relevant to believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I just find it interesting. Uh, but Dan Quinn is out there interviewing and I believe I'm on record multiple times. I'm not anti Dan Quinn. Like I'm not trying to run him out of town because I don't know that I have a better plan off the top of my head, but it's not my job to have a better plan. I know more about offense than defense. So I can give you names there, but if he got a head coaching job, it doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Like it doesn't, it doesn't give me pause or worry for the Cowboys defense or, Oh my God, what are they going to do now? So whatever makes Dan Quinn happy. If he can get one of those jobs, good for him. That's great. I love Dan Quinn. I think he's an amazing leader of men. I think he's super likable. I think he's a good coach. I think it is very worrisome that the most modern offenses destroy him. So, like, I'm not worried about Dan Quinn one way or the other. Where are you with Dan? Um, Dan Quinn's a Jersey guy, so he has a special place in my heart. And I do think, uh, you know, like you, Dan Quinn is a leader of men. Um, but I also think Dan Quinn is a stubborn man. And, and being stubborn in this game uh, gets you beat a lot. And for, for Dan Quinn and the display that he put on, on film last year, to your point, he had no answers for those modern-day offenses. And when you look at, uh, to your previous point, the league is getting very younger, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I told you before. I want my coaches and coordinators to have downloaded illegal music on LimeWire and gave viruses to their computers and shotgun beers. What like, about Napster? Do you like Napster? Napster as well. All of that. I, like, I want my coordinators now to live in that era. I don't want my coordinators to have lived where there were um, there were eight tracks and record players. No, I want my coordinators to be those who were born at the dawn of the gigabytes of the nanos, of the iPods. You don't even know some of the words you're saying, I don't think. Yeah, gigabytes. Okay. The gigabytes, the, yeah, okay. the gigs. Yeah. I want, I want, I want my coordinators to have, I, I mean, still not even close to reaching AARP age, um, not recently gotten carded when they go into a bar. I want those coordinators, and I think Dan Quinn um, has some great attributes, but if he doesn't figure out a way to take his team and take his game plan, his scheme, and modernize it and, and find a way to have answers to what the the, the new way of football is being is, is becoming. Because let's go, let's look, let's look forward. If the Cowboys are ever gonna get off the snide of, of second round, divisional round, you know, losses, then you're still gonna have to go through teams like Green Bay. Matt LaFleur modern day coach. Uh Dan Campbell, he seems to still have it and who knows whether or not Ben Johnson is going to go. And I'm sure he's seeing it and saying, I'm going to bring in another one of these um young guys to continue that. Uh who's becoming the one of the youngest grandfathers of the modern day offense. Kyle Shanahan ain't going nowhere in this modern day offense. If Ben Johnson happens to go to Washington, add him to that mix. So now the team that you have to beat going forward, and that's not even that's not even adding into the fact 
all the other teams that you have to play outside of the conference each and every year. So you're talking about now teams, you're talking about now teams that will have these modern day offenses, have installed these modern, modern day offenses, implemented these modern uh, day offenses that you have to face in order to win big football games. And if you can't figure out that way, if you're so stubborn and so stuck in your ways, which a lot of these grandfathered old coaches are, and that's, I'm so happy that we're getting rid of the old guys. Send those guys, and, and, and nothing against the Bill Belichick's and the Pete Carroll's of the world. You guys have been phenomenal for this league. You have put this league on your shoulders and done some phenomenal things. But there, there does come a time where you're just you're just past your prime. You, you've just done all you could for the league, and now you got to go somewhere and sit on sit on your land that you have built and, 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 and let the people give you flowers. But don't get under the headset anymore and coach because you just can't keep up. You're trying to run a race right now with a bunch of fast dudes, and you just don't got it. You just don't have it no more. Your jeans got a lot of starch in it. They got the, they got the crease down the middle. That's not the modern-day thing anymore. These kids are different. Uh, 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 you're still wearing soft sole shoes and orthotics because your feet hurt. These young kids now, they'll wear Jordan 1s for six, seven, eight hours, and their feet won't ever hurt. So these older coaches, I'm so glad and so happy that they're phasing. See? See what I'm saying? You, that's what you that – you're, you're in the Bill Belichick era because – your body, your body, you're you're 40 years old, but your body's 70 years old. I'm 39, MF. I'm 39, but these these things have serious cushion. <laughs> but yeah, so if Dan Quinn decides to go get a job somewhere else, I, I'm hey, buddy. What was it saying? Fresh phone. There you go. There you go. <laughs> if if Dan Quinn decides to get a job somewhere else, then salute to you, man. Thank you for your service here. For the Cowboys, but go somewhere else and be stubborn and, 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 and outdated and antiquated in your defense and let someone else come in. Let let Joe Witt Jr. be promoted. Let Al Harris be promoted, because honestly, to me, I think defense is a little bit easier to come in and implement and run. I think it's just repetition for defense. It's communication. It's repetition. It's film study. If you can get guys to do that correctly, repetition, film study. Uh, uh, and communication, you can run. You can run any defense you want, um, but again, you have to have the guys that are willing to put in that work. I just want Mike McDonald. I didn't even really know Mike McDonald before this year. Yeah, how old is Mike McDonald? Thirty-eight. Thirty-seven. He is young. He is young. Thirty-eight. Yeah. He. He. Trust me. He's had many of viruses on his computer from downloading um, from 36. downloading things off uh, Onion Booty back yep. in college yep. off LimeWire. He's 36, and he's looking at all these Shanahan offenses 36. and just going. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He gets it. He gets it. He realizes, oh, here's what I need, man. I, go get me Roquan. Go get me Patrick Queen. Go get me a couple corners. Go get me a couple safeties. I'm going to be solid up the middle, all right? This thing is going to be solid up the middle. I'm going to have some hogs in front of him. I'm going to have two bullet glass-eating linebackers. I'm going to have some good cover guys. And boy, we're gonna party. Go get me Mike. Go get me a Mike McDonald. Go get me a 37-year-old. Go get me somebody who is still shooting fireballs like you do on a Saturday night. I don't, like, I don't not all the time, just sometimes. Not all the time with the fireball. Not okay. all the time. Yeah, I need to know like where did Mike McDonald come from and where can I find one of him? Because it's not yeah. like he's gonna be on the move, but that's my D coordinator, is the dude who's they play three safeties, but they can all cover. It's not they can all run and tackle, they can all cover. Uh, Baltimore's fun. I hope they win the Super Bowl. I do. I hope they win. Um, 
Okay, Jesse, let's hold off-season stuff for Monday. Let's hold let's hold needs and things for Monday. Okay, we didn't talk about the offense of an award, though. Oh, Dak is going to not win the MVP, but he probably should, and that's okay because you got to be – what? What? He should. What? Dak? Dak? I, I mean, I guess find me the last quarterback who had one of the best records and had the best stats that didn't win the MVP. He didn't play. He's not playing, but he like he's not playing overall better football than Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar, like I don't fight against Lamar because I love Lamar. That stat line has never beat Dak's stat line in MVP race ever. Like yeah, less his, touchdowns, his less line, total yards, worse QBR. Like it's never beaten. His stat line has beaten more big teams and big games, and it's found his team now in the AFC Championship game. That that. To me, that accounts for Which something. is why I think it's fair, but it's not normal. They don't normally go that way. Like, this year's MVP race was unique to me, where it was like each week they were just eliminating someone. It was like a WWE thing. Really each week, if you were the favorite and you didn't play well that week, it was over, and that was the stretch when the Ravens beat good teams. So, like, I'm not mad at Lamar for winning it, but I think Dak has a wonderful case for MVP, and he's just not even going to get close. It's just going to be Lamar's. Which is fine. I mean, they beat a bunch of good teams, and he is the best player on the team. He also had a better defense. Um, but what are you going to do? I'm just going. I'm just going to go. Okay, that's fine. No awards for Dallas. They don't get any. Well, win more games. Maybe you'd have won the award. You know. Yeah, Dak. Yeah. Just go ahead and win one or two more games, and you'd be the MVP. Probably. I mean, you you win the Niners game. You win. A, I mean, you you if you win that game. You're the MVP. I bet yeah. you. If you beat the Niners the way he beat the Niners or the way the Ravens beat the Niners, your team beats the Niners the way they beat the Niners, then probably you are. Yeah. But I'm good with Lamar winning the MVP. I I love me some Lamar Jackson. He's one of my favorites. I want to All right, quick, uh, quick weekend picks. Who you got, man? Uh, Lions, Niners, Ravens, Chiefs. I know it's not. Niners, Ravens. Niners, Ravens. Although okay. I do, like, I think I'm picking the Ravens because I want it. Uh, I do fear that we're now in Pat Mahomes' world, even though all year it's like, yeah, yeah we're not good enough. We don't have any good receivers. We can't yeah. do nothing. They got to the playoffs against the Bills, and he was like, I'm just going to score every time I have the ball. And I'm like, where, who is this, and where did he come from? How can you not do it in the regular season, but you can do it against the best teams? And so do I worry that Mahomes is about to go hang 35 and beat the Ravens 35-10? to 10? I do, but I want Lamar to win, so I'm saying Lamar's going to win. I think we're on the same page. You're like, oh, what about I said, I said it's something about now that Mahomes, he's in, he's in this, he's in his, he's in his comfortable zone now. But like, he's always he's been good all year. They couldn't catch, they couldn't get I open, know, and now all of a sudden it's fine. I know, I know, but it just seems like they've dialed it up another notch and he's playing at a at a, at a, at a you know at an insane level. But I feel the same way you feel. I'm like, man, I want Ravens Niners. I think that's gonna be, I think that's gonna be the matchup, but that's gonna be a great Super Bowl if it is because um, and I think Brock Purdy, people are like, well, what about – I think Brock Purdy got his bad game out. Like, I think last week that was that bad game. Like, all right, it's flushed. You get a chance to go back and sit and, and watch it and relish in it and, and anguish in it and go, all right, let's move forward. Debo's definitely going to play um, in this game. Huh? He'll start. Yeah, he, he'll start the game. I don't know. Well, that think? stuff is jacked up and he gets hit once and comes out of the game. Guess what? Brock Purdy ain't the same when he loses the ability to be like, here, you do it. He's not, but – this is, this is the thing when you have a really good coordinator and a really good defense and saying, hey, you don't have to do it all. 
just defense, just give us an opportunity to that when we're in striking distance at the end of the game to make a play, we'll make a play. And they have a force, multipl a force multiplier uh, in Christian McCaffrey that uh, can get it to you any way you want it, through the middle, on the outside, or catching the ball in the, in the passing game. But I, I do I'm, – I'm literally the same exact way as you. I think it's going to be Niners-Ravens, but I have a very, 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 very inkling in my gut that goes – you cannot underestimate Patrick Mahomes in this situation right now. He no. he he and Andy Reid like so. It would not surprise me if if they figure out a way to go out there and just make one more play, then Baltimore can withstand and they and they win. And it's the Niners. Uh, it's a repeat of last year. Then uh, not repeat of last year. No, no, it's Philly. Uh, but it's the Niners and and Kansas City. So I want I want Detroit to win too. I don't think they will, but I want them to. I love Dan Campbell. The only thing is, is the Jared Goff thing. Like it was really, really cool at first. And I still think it's really, really cool that like the team that got rid of you and you sent them home and Detroit hadn't won a playoff game in 30 years. And they're chanting your name instead of the guy who San Francisco won or uh, the Rams wanted. So they win the Super Bowl. Like it was all a really nice story for him, but it's kind of turned to make a wish kid where it's like, he is an NFL former number one overall pick. Like stop. Like we've gone a little too far with it's the cutest thing ever. Like, yes, it was great and it is cool, but well, it's I, just well, gone so far that I'm like, dude, he's a former number one pick. Hate, 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 hate. Boy, you boy, you have you have turned 2024 into the year of the Hefe hater. You have turned into the Hefe hater. Everyone remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. So be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.